I wanted to quickly chat with you about television. Oh, there goes my television. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, man, we've been, I've been enjoying, t- I always enjoy TV, just as I enjoy my video games. And I loved this season of Succession. It wasn't, um, you know, the first two seasons of Succession feels like there was always like a different, each episode kind of had its own sort of feel to it. You know, it was a different, different location, right? They're, they're out, uh, whatever, they're in in Long Island or they're out in, you know, out in the Mediterranean Sea or they're in Hungary, uh, bore on the floor or they're in Argestes, which is supposed to be some foreign mountainous thing but it was actually lake placid new york um just as some of the theme park scenes were filmed at great escape uh succession is just great but succession's over i've mentioned there's a hole in my heart that that is was occupied by the first new season and new episodes of succession in two years uh but luckily my other billionaire show billions is coming back in a couple of weeks so that it ain't succession and it's funny because i remember first sitting down to watch succession and thinking oh i don't know if i'm going to be into this it's just not it's just not billions and now it's you know and then i got in through the first episode and i'm like yeah it ain't billions it's a million times better it's a billion times better than billions and i love billions but billion the thing about billions there's so many lines of dialogue and so many things in that show where I just roll my eyes. I'm like, God, this is so stupid and douchey, but I keep watching it. Cause I want to see, you know what they do. And I love watching, uh, Giamatti chew the scenery all the time. And you know, the dramatic taking off of the glasses, everything's, everything's just a big dramatic movement and all this stuff. And, you know, anyway, uh, Cobra Kai is back. I'm a few episodes in. I won't give any spoilers. We all know that Terry Silver is back. Anybody who's a longtime listener knows that last year I had a whole episode or a whole segment devoted to Karate Kid 3, which I love. Uh, and um, and I love Terry Silver. It's like one of the great villains of all time. Just a total, just a, the most over-the-top, just crazy cartoon villainy guy you could ever have and he's just a tall tall ominous figure with a ponytail and a and a demonic little smile and he's just oh i like that johnny i like that yeah we're gonna make him feel paid and fear yeah danny boy yeah if he's hollywood's bad boy if there's a boy to be bad with he's the boy to be bad with (laughs) I don't know what the line is. It's it's just so stupid, but I love Karate Kid 3. It is my favorite Karate Kid. It's just, you know. The first two I recognize are better films as far as scripts and (laughs) as far as just overall uh, quality of movie. Yeah, they're better. Karate Kid 3 is, boy, it's just my favorite thing to watch, though. It's just my favorite. Just like Home Alone 2 is my favorite. If I choose a Home Alone, I love Home Alone 1. I love Home Alone 2, but if I choose one, I'm watching Home Alone 2. I just, I love it. I love to watch it because I love that it's set in New York City and all that stuff. Anyway, Tim Curry, the you know. Uh, <laughs> so I love that Terry Silver's back. And 
I'm waiting to see. You know, we'll see what he does. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to give any any spoilers of the four episodes that I've watched so far. Um, but I I just love that he's back. He. <laughs> what's What's crazy to me is that uh, Thomas Ian Griffith, that's his name, who plays Terry Silver, is about six months or so younger than Ralph Macchio. And yet in, in Karate Kid 3, he was playing a Vietnam vet who was the same age as John Kreese, uh, Martin Cove, who's uh, 75. <laughs> so there's about a 15-year age difference. There's no way that Thomas Ian Griffith, uh, if he was in Vietnam, he would have been about you know maybe 13 or 14. So it's unlikely unlikely that he was in Vietnam but but here's the thing though he looks you know he's obviously in good shape i mean on his instagram he shows himself doing roundhouse kicks and stuff like and he's a dancer and he, i think he's an opera singer too he's all these things um and he hasn't acted in decades i don't think until karate until cobra kai uh, he's you know produced some stuff that TV show Grimm. He was a writer and producer, a few other things. Uh, you know, I'm sure he does a lot of stuff that you know on stage and whatnot. Uh, and now he's back on Cobra Kai, and it's the moment I've been waiting for. And he's he's finally here. He's finally back. He's still a billionaire. He's rich. Uh, and and what's funny is he's the same age as, as Ralph Macchio. He's supposed to be playing the same age as Martin Cove as John Kreese. And we're at a point though where he looks older than all of them. <laughs> Even though he's clearly in good shape, you know he still has the long hair. He ties the ponytail. You know that's I guess that's a spoiler. There's this you know uh, he does tie up the ponytail. Anyway, um, and then uh, but he he now it's like yeah okay I actually would believe that this guy was in Vietnam because he does seem he seems pretty old to me. He's got and he's got the He's Terry Silver, and he's got the silver hair. And, uh, yeah, it's a, he does look like an old guy now. But I don't care. I'm happy to have it back, I, you know. And seeing, you know, there's a scene, you know that eventually, like, all these characters are going to be in the same scene together. So it's like, wow. To me, one of the cool things is seeing seeing Daniel and Johnny and Sensei Kreese and Terry Silver together at the same time which is a first because johnny wasn't in the he wasn't in the third movie um he was in the first movie and then a little bit of the the second movie uh what would be cool to me is to figure out a way to get chosen and uh, uh what's her name kumiko you know not gonna happen probably but to have uh to have all the all to have to have chosen at least the villain from the second Karate Kid movie somehow, you know, come over to, you know, come over to to L.A. to come over to Southern California and somehow I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. That's it would be cool to see all of them together, to have all three Karate Kid movies mixed together, and then to have Hillary Swank um, not show up at all. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen the Hillary Swank Karate Kid. I know Pat Morito is in it. I you know it's. It's Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son. That's the Karate Kid. I don't want to see. 
I don't want to see Will Smith's kid. I don't want to see Hillary Swank. I don't have any problem with any of those two people. I think they're great. Uh, Hillary Swank seems like a lovely person. Jaden Smith seems like a nice kid. I don't want to see them as I want to see Daniel's son. And then, you know, if they, eh, whatever I, I want to see, it's, it's, it's Daniel LaRusso. Uh, so yeah, billions is coming back soon. Karate kid, Cobra Kai is on now. Uh, we're into this yellow jackets. That's a, fun show my dad was watching wheel of time on amazon when i was in north carolina and it seems like a little you know it's very like okay this has all been done before but also it's one of those things where it's like who cares you know everything's been done before i love fantasy stuff and i love sci-fi stuff i I enjoyed what little bits i saw while he was watching it and i yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll jump in and try to watch that but i have Oh, I still have to get through The Expanse, Star Trek Discovery, uh, way behind on that. There's just so many. There's just too much. And I was I was talking to Shimo last night. I finally, he only called me on Christmas Eve, and I finally, uh, a week and a half later, was able to get back to him. We had a good long talk, all the usual fun subjects, toys, video games, pro wrestling, music, whatever. And, uh, and one of the things that we talked about, which is, this is what I think about. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. It's very sad. But every week, every week on Monday, to face the work week, one of the things that I mentally have to do is pretend that it's my last week ever, that I'm retiring on Friday. Now, that makes for Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday like, okay, it's not so bad. But when I get to Friday and I realize, oh, shit, I'm not retired. I'm not actually retired. I ha- or when I get to you know Sunday night and I'm like, fuck. I didn't retire on Friday. I have to go back to work again tomorrow. And then I pretend, oh, you know what? My boss asked me, hey, I'll pay you. Can you just stick around for another couple, you know, another week or so? And that's what I do to get through it. It's a very sad thing, but that's how I get through my week. And what I think about, because I've been fantasizing about retirement since I was like 12. And unfortunately, I've passed that down to my to my current 12-year-old who wants nothing more than to just be retired. And of course, when you have grandparents who are now all four of them are retired, a year ago, only half of them were retired. Uh, And then my father-in-law retired over the summer. My mother-in-law just retired on Friday. And what I think about, because my parents, they stay active. They, They take care of their bodies. They go to Orange Theory and they do the gym and they do this. They're taking care of themselves they see, you know, they spend a lot of, unfortunately, we're not there to spend a ton of time, but we, we get together. They see my, uh, my sister and, uh, and my nephews all the time. They have family. They have things that they do. They keep active. And they also, um, they also take a lot of time, and they just got a new puppy, so that's keeping them very busy. Uh, and they also take a lot of time to just relax. And not too much, not too little but the amount that's right for them. And then when they were like, okay, TV time's over, let's go do something. And then they, yeah, they go to the gym and they do this and they do that. And I have been so jealous of that because all I think about, the things that stress me out in life, it's not finances, it's not employment, all the things that should stress me out, taking care of my kids, paying for their college and stuff like that. That'll all fall into place as it needs to. I'm not too worried. The thing that stresses me out, the thing that keeps me up at night is looking at like, oh my God, I have wrestling pay-per-views from the last year that I haven't watched. I have video games, my backlog of video games. I don't know if I'll ever finish. I have movies and TV shows that it's going to take me forever to get to. And I think, God, 
if I was retired, I could just get up every day and watch my shows. I could go for a walk every morning, get my exercise in, come back and just sit and watch my shows, do a little podcast here and there. Oh, my God. That's what I think about when I think of retirement. In eighth grade, in eighth grade, my health teacher, we did a, it was like a little quiz questionnaire type thing. And she said, if you could be any, so we're all, it's eighth grade, so we're all 13, maybe 14 years old, right? She said, if you could be any age right now, what age would it be? And, you know, it's a bunch of 13-year-olds. So they all said, oh, I want to be 16 so I can drive. I want to be 18 so I can smoke (laughs) uh, or be a legal adult or whatever, get my own place. I want to be 21 so I can drink, you know, all the, all the things that you would expect. Um, they all, it was all 16, 18, 21, except for one who said, I want to be 55 so that I can retire. And that was of course me. And yeah, it's just a lot of people are like, Oh, I could, I couldn't do that. I need something to keep me going all the time. It's like, well, you know what keeps me going? TV and movies and video games. <laughs> that keeps me going. And being able to do a podcast uh, without having to wait for my, you know, for my lunch hour to, to take that time up or, you know, sneak in time here or there over the weekends and stuff. Like, I just want to be able to get up and have a full day of I don't fucking know, I don't care, but let's go do it. And the things that keep me going are like, yeah. I want to go to drive to the beach. I want to go drive to the mountains on a Monday, on a Monday morning when everybody else is going to work. I want to go in the opposite direction and head up to the mountains and find a little restaurant somewhere and have a nice lunch and just drive around and look at the scenery. That's what I want to do. Like the retail schedule I used to have, except without having to work at all. That's, that's really what I want. Anyway, so I'm, I mean, I'm insanely jealous, <laughs> insanely jealous of my children's four grandparents who are all, you know, and that's the other thing too. It's like, I used to say to my mom when I was a kid, I'd be like, I'm so jealous of grandma, my grandmother, because she, she had been basically retired, you know, as long as I knew her. Cause when we were kids, she, you know, my grandpa was still working and she would come over and her job was to take care of us, which is no small task, but she would come over in the morning and, uh, you know, make sure that we are off on the school bus and then she'd be there in the afternoon waiting for us and she would make us lunches every day. And, uh, you know, until my, until my folks came home from work and then she would go. And, uh, but I was just always jealous, you know, and then as we got older, you know, we were, once we were, what, I don't know, teenagers, I guess, into middle school, uh, she wasn't really coming over all that often. I think once my sister was probably in seventh or eighth grade, I think that pretty much came to an end and then I would just be I'd be like I'm so jealous of grandma because she really she's like she just does her bridge group and she golfs and she plays cards and she goes on vacation with grandpa and it seems like a pretty good gig and my mom would remind me well yeah but also you know your grandparents are not young so they have uh probably more of their life is behind them than ahead of them and I'm like yeah but the part that's behind them involves work. So that's not so bad. If I had like, it's like, hey, you can have 40 more years where you have to work your ass off every day or 20 more years where you don't have to do shit. I'll take the 20 years. Uh, and then, yeah, 
I, I, I've just, I've been, since I was a child, I've been jealous of anyone who's retired. <laughs> and as an adult, I'm even more so because I, as I get closer to the retirement age, I see just how far that age actually is. Uh, the reality of it is like, yeah, 55. Are you fucking crazy? Not a fucking chance in hell. Not a fucking chance. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the dream. Never have to go to work again. People say, oh, you need it for the social and for this and have a purpose. Like, no, I actually don't. I know what it's like to have time off. And uh, I don't need a purpose. I actually don't need a purpose. <laughs> like getting up and just hanging out with my wife and my kids. Like the purpose used to be like if we both worked retail schedules, if we both had like a Tuesday off, you know, beginning of May or something. Let's go to the mountains, fall drive. Let's go to the mountains. Let's do this. Let's go. Hey, we have a couple days off in the middle of the week in January. Let's go to New York city on a Tuesday night and we'll get a five-star hotel room for nothing. That's my purpose is just to like do fun stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so I'm, I'm just insanely, I'm insanely jealous. Uh, yeah, the purpose is just like your purpose when you're retired is to just enjoy retirement. That should be the purpose. You don't have to have a, you know, these people write these books about what you should do in retirement and here's how you should approach it. Like, fuck off. You know how you should approach retirement? What do you want to do? Do that. There you go. There's retirement. You want to learn to play the guitar? Great. Now you're retired. You have time to go take lessons. You want to not do anything? Great. You can do that. Is doing nothing, uh, is that getting making you stir crazy? Great. You don't have to go back to work. Just maybe find something to do. Maybe find an activity that takes up a little bit of time, but not too much time. It's, it's I don't know. These people who say they don't know what to do in retirement, I want to punch them in the head and I want to try. I want to try. <laughs> Like these people, I see these books because I was looking at like retirement gifts for my mother-in-law before the holidays. And there were, you know, there's a bunch of books on retirement, and like how to, how to, how to do retirement. And I'm like, that's, uh, I get it. Hey, if I was an asshole, I'd retire and I'd write a book on retirement to just fucking, you know, get a bunch of suckers to pay me for my stupid book on what to do in retirement as though that's a one size fits all thing. It's not. So. That, that's the kind of person I want to, when they're like, oh, you need to make a list and you need to, to tackle it this way. No, trade with me then. If you need all that stuff, if you need to project manage your retirement, trade with me because I don't. I know what exactly what to do when I get up in the morning and that's whatever the fuck I want. TV, video games, go for a walk, go to a restaurant, go for a nice long drive, go on a vacation, see friends, see family. That's what I want to do. Kiss my ass. Well, you need to have a plan for nah, nah, nah. But maybe, but then, oh, I don't know. I haven't been there, so I shouldn't. I, I sound like an asshole because, yeah, you do hear people are like, ah, you get it. You know, there's a, there's a certain amount of time, and I think I feel like eighteen months for a lot of people is when they when they do start to go a little stir crazy. You know, at first it's like, wow, this is so great, and then they get used to it, and it's like, eh, all right. But then there's some folks who don't, and I'm pretty sure I would be in that group. I'm, in fact, I know I would be because I also know myself well enough to know, like, well, now I have time. So I don't mind giving, you know, I don't like to do stuff on the weekends because time is just so 
it's such a rare commodity and I don't want to be out and about all the time. And then it's like, oh my God, the weekend's over. But if every day was the weekend, yeah, I'll spend, I'll go do stuff every weekend. And then I have the rest of the week. And that's what people are like, oh, people who retire early in their forties, they, you know, they have a company, they sell their company for millions and millions of dollars, and then they can just retire. And But then they're bored because none of their friends are even close to retirement age. And to me, it's like, well, who gives a shit? Then that's that's almost, uh, I would say, even better in some ways. Because then, well, great. I'll go on the weekends and I'll hang out with my friends who are not retired. If I'm retired and I'm 40-something and my friends are not retired... Then on the weekend, I'll go spend time with my friends, and then during the week, I'll just rest and do the shit that I would normally otherwise have done on the weekends, because now I have the whole week. I, I don't... Ah. Oh, it's like, you know, the saying is, youth is wasted on the young. Oh, well, retirement is wasted on the elderly. Give me retirement, and you can have youth. <laughs> I don't need youth. I just need retirement. I just need TV. And time to watch it. All right, I'm. I'm t- speaking of. I am t- I, now. I am tired. I need to. I need to lie down. I'm lightheaded from all this talking. All right, later, Gator.